Welcome, and thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. I really want to use these podcasts to encourage you, to inspire you. I'm very much aware that we need God to speak into our hearts these days. So let's just be quiet for a moment and just ask God to speak to us today. Father, just thank you for your word. Thank you for your word today. Lord, we ask that you plant a seed in our hearts that will grow. A seed of faith and a seed that will bear fruit. For your glory's sake and in Jesus' name. Amen. I've got something tremendously exciting to share with you today. It's almost unbelievable, but it's true. God wants to work miracles through you. Let me say that again. God wants to work miracles through you. God desires, he expects, he anticipates, he intends to do something mighty, something incredible. If you're one of his children, if you're a born-again believer, then God has a plan and an intention to give you most extraordinary life and to do something mighty. How does that make you feel? You think, really? I don't think so. Or, really? How's that going to happen? The fact is that God intends for you to live that most extraordinary life. That life that connects people to him. A life that displays his glory, his power and his presence. These are the words of Jesus in Mark 16 and verse 15. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And then verse 17. And these signs shall follow or accompany those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly anything deadly, it will not harm them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Those are the words of Jesus, not just to his disciples, but to you. And to I today. Jesus intentionally says these words. He was not just filling space or adding a few nice ideas. Jesus was speaking to the disciples and he was speaking to us. And these signs shall accompany or follow those who believe. Wow. That's incredible. The Christian life is an adventure uh, and we're called to be effective and supernatural and extraordinary. Our lives are to be transformed and our lives are to transform other people's lives and also our local communities. There's a problem. If that's God's will, that we live this extraordinary, powerful life of signs and wonders that touches people, How come we don't see it? 
Are we misapplying the words of Jesus to our lives today? Or is it that we're failing to apply his words? I think that's the case. We know them. We kind of believe them. But we don't really believe them. We don't take them as part of our lives, as a mandate. And these signs shall accompany those who believe. Notice that word believe. It's about faith. It's about putting our trust in him. It's about grasping everything that God has for us and living that life. In the series that we're in at the moment, we're looking at the Holy Spirit. It's, it is a teaching series, but I'd like to see it more as a, an exploration or a, a, a discovery. You see, teaching is wonderful. It affects your mind. It, it develops your understanding. It, it, it makes your discernment keener. To an extent it changes us, but when we explore, when we discover, it goes that much further. It's not just knowing something or even feeling something. It's doing it, it's experiencing, it's living it. It's one thing to know about the Holy Spirit. It's a whole different thing to live and walk in the Holy Spirit. And so as we are now in the second session of this series, I want to start with this passage in Mark 16. It's a strange place to start, I suppose. Although, for me, it feels the right one for today. When I'm saved, when I have a new life, Jesus transforms me. His Spirit indwells me. And he wants me to glorify him. To manifest his presence. To display his love, his passion, his glory, his presence, and to make my life count. Now, in many of your Bibles, the passage that we read in Mark 16 is in italics. And then some of you will see a note. It says in some manuscripts, this passage is missing. I think there's two things there. Number one, this passage is so important, the devil, the enemy, doesn't want you to read it. And if you do read it, he wants you to say, well, maybe it's true, maybe it's not. Or maybe that's God just drawing your attention. You're reading your Bible and you come across a passage that's in italics, and you go, what's that all about? And so it catches your attention. These are important words of Jesus. And so let's look at them. See what Jesus himself expects, what he commands. The first thing Jesus asks us to do as born again Spiritful Christians is to tell others. Jesus says, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Those words are so familiar, aren't they? Maybe too familiar. God is in the life-saving, life-giving, life-transforming business. And you and me, we're both recruited. And Jesus says, go. Take the initiative. Look for opportunities. God has placed you where you are so that you can be salt and light into this world and to reflect his love, his presence and his glory. We are there to tell people the good news. Not to give them a theological debate. Not to give them some kind of reasoned argument. We're there to just tell them the good news. Explain to those around us, what God's done, what God's done in our lives 
and what he can do in theirs. God wants to use you for the greatest miracle. And that's to bring new life to dead sinners. And then Jesus says in verse 17, And these signs shall accompany those who believe. You see, our lives don't just speak via our words. Our lives speak via our actions. They shout, they point, they, they give an indication. And Jesus says, these signs shall accompany. These signs, a sign is a, it's an official notice. It's a, a thing that points the way to a particular location. It's a mark of authenticity. Your life, filled with the Holy Spirit, should be saying to folk around you, God is here and God is moving. And these signs shall accompany. The word accompany or follow in some of your Bibles is important. It means to constantly accompany. It means uh, to be there all the time. As a Christian living your, your life, Jesus says, these things, this manifest presence of God should be present and glowing in your life and mine. It accompanies us. And then Jesus speaks about specific examples. There are probably many more, but Jesus speaks about specific examples. He says, in my name you will cast out demons, you will speak with new tongues. If you pick up a, a serpent or any dead, or drink any deadly poison, it will not harm you. You shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. These are the things what Jesus can do in people's lives and ours. He says, you will speak with new tongues. Now, there's a lot we're going to be saying in the future about that. But for this session today, let's look at it in this way. In Acts chapter 2, when the disciples spoke in tongues, they witnessed to people in many different languages. They praised God. They proclaimed the word. And in this case, for today, let's look at tongues as being able to communicate. Have a new dimension in your communication. What the words you say, the worship you make, the witness that you have. It's a, Jesus says, I'll give you a new, a new dimension to your communication. There's more than that, and we'll be looking at that later in another session. But for today. Jesus says, if my manifest presence is there, even the words that you say will enhance your worship and your witness. Your words are important. And then he says, and you shall cast out demons. You see, this is all about setting people free, maybe it's from a spiritual force or, or, or whatever. But for our purposes today, again, let's look at our ministry is to set people free, release liberty to the captives, to break the chains. There are many people with many things, demonic, social, emotional, all sorts of things. Let's not just focus on the one thing there. People are in chains. They're in bondage. They need liberty. The truth shall make you free. And then he says, you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. We live in a world of broken bodies and broken lives and bruised lives. 
and there is healing in your hands. Again, we'll be coming back to healing sometime in this series, but for now, the point is you meet people whose lives are broken. You meet people whose lives, they're just in bondage. You meet people who need to hear from God. And Jesus says, go preach to every nation. Let these signs follow you. Make a difference. Transform people's lives. Of course, there are times when we do that and we meet obstacles, we meet restrictions. And Jesus, for example, says you shall drink a deadly thing and it shall not harm you. What Jesus is saying there is no obstacle will prevent you. I think here of Paul is on the island, wasn't he, in the Mediterranean. He picked up a snake by accident. It bit him and he shook it off. When you come across an obstacle, when the enemy tries to stop you or hinder you, shake it off. God wants you to know that you're not just called to a mediocre life. You're not just called to be anyone. You're called to be someone in Christ. He expects you. He equips you. He wants you. He enables you to be this kind of person. And these signs, setting free people, healing people, communicating with people, transforming and touching lives, they're here for you now and today. And so, as we finish, expect God to use you. That expectation is a kind of faith. God, you've said it, and I'm going to live in that life. I'm going to live that way. I'm going to be looking for people to, to share the good news with. I'm going to be looking for people who are in the most difficult situations and need to be set free. I'm looking for broken and, and bound and, and bruised people to heal. And nothing is going to stop me. Ask God to give you an opportunity today. That's a bold step of faith. It was one that I learned early on as a Christian. If you say to God, today God, show me. Give me an opportunity to say and speak for you. To reach out for you. Then look for it. Because God surely will give it. Let's, let's just have a word of prayer. Father, your word is magnificent. You speak into our lives with encouragement and meaning. Lord, for your glory's sake, may you work in each life today, not for our glory, not for our entertainment, but for the extension of your kingdom and for the glorification of your name. Use us today to reach out, to speak up, to stand up, to heal and release and just overcome any obstacles that may come our way. For your glory's sake and in your name. Amen.